Welcome to Paradise. Our first campaign, Advantage in Paradise, is a weekly actual play D&D podcast recorded live on Twitch every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the dulcet tones of our dungeon master, Sean O'Donovan, as he guides you through the wondrous world of... Sean does a recap in the beginning of this episode that covers pretty much the entire story so far. Uh, so I'm going to leave that in for you guys. If you want to not uh, have to listen to that because you're caught up, uh, skip to the like five minute mark-ish, 520, something like that, and we'll be through it. Also, Shannon lost power at the beginning of this episode, so she joins us about halfway through. So you hear a break, and that'll be when she joins. Enjoy. Story of five strangers who've become fast allies as they venture in the lands of Tresix within the Trinwald Quintarchy. Their bond solidified as they freed the sacred town of Maginset from the grips of a corrupted archdruid, being influenced by what seemed to be a relic of a dark god known as the Pallid King. Through investigation, battle, and near death, you defeated both the druid and the mysterious stranger in yellow, influencing him. In the process, the dark relic known as the Pallid Mask was destroyed, but evidence points towards this not being the only one. Free of the poison of the archdruid, the town of Maginuset was taken over by the general, Aldrich Kinsley, meant to bring order to these mismanaged lands. He evacuated Maginuset's population to the fortress of Driftmarch to the north. You are to meet him there, now that you've destroyed the pallet map. On this journey, you stopped in the small hamlet of Brackland Glen. Here you found stubborn villagers that refused to leave with Kinsley's garrison. He left a retainer here to guide and protect the town. This Lieutenant Horace asked you to help with a matter before leaving the hamlet. You took this mission, though reticent at first. A young woman had gone missing after she sought after, she sought after her missing horses. Farmers have reported livestock, livestock stolen away by little green men. You found these little green men were bullywugs, led by a marrow and a strange old man with little grip on reality it would seem. You stormed their hideout behind the waterfall, freed the prisoners, and fought off a young Hydra in the process. The Hydra had towered over you with twelve heads ready to devour, but due to some of Wiswick's necrotic magic, Huron's spiritual guardians, and the precision of Cal's rapier, the creature fell before it could fully regenerate its form, its flesh slewing away from its bones. In the aftermath, you recovered the missing woman and another young man who had been taken away. As you caught your breath and investigated the old mage leading the bullywugs, Timber found a strange black-pearled diadem upon his brow that he ensured himself, he made sure not to touch with his own hands. But perhaps even more dangerous than a potentially dark item was Wiswick. He saw that a deeper cavern from whence the there was a deeper cavern from whence the hydra slithered. He dove into these waters and found a wide water-filled hollow littered with bones and floating flesh fragments. Piercing from the upper side of the cavern was a spike of obsidian black jutting out. Instinctually investigated where he found a, where he found a scintillating purple light around the base of this spike reminding him of the murals of the spire and the barrows you had ventured in previously. 
his curiosity was piqued. After a brief experiment with his pickaxe that was sucked through the purple light, he dove in after it and felt himself stretched and compressed through space and time. It felt like an eternity to Wiswick before he was spat out onto the obsidian ledge. Soaked to the bone with the previous cavern's water and next to his pickaxe, he looked up to see the towering spire from the mural above and an iron door uh, up a small set of steps bathed in light. It was at this moment he turned and looked to see behind him over the ledge was a vast astral sea before him. Writhing clouds of pinks, purples, oranges, blues roiled through a vacuous dark twilight sky littered with innumerable stars going on for infinity. Wiswick Wiswick had arrived somewhere in between, within and without, before the great spire of magic set lost to antiquity. And that's where we left off. So, Wiswick, <laughs> what would you like to do? Uh, I think, I, so the spire is off in the distance. The Is it the exact identical spire from what I've seen, or would it be the one that I saw in the picture? I would say give me a history check for that. Okay, that's one d20 on the floor. Uh, and if okay. you would like, Alex, you can open up the battle cam at this point so folks can see a visual reference. Sure thing. Ooh. Uh, I rolled a 19, Sean. Actually, let me just let me just combat camera this. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Nineteen. So what you see, Wiswick? Um, so in front of you is uh, a ledge that leads up to the doorway. The doorway is attached to the what looks like to you from here, the at least the base of the spire, because you see a lot of it towers above you. Um, hundreds of feet above you. You can get some glimpses of sections of the tower that are just sort of ripped off the side, fragmented into pieces floating around it. And you can see sections of it are just entirely gone. Like, it looks as almost as if someone laser cut an entire section out. Um, save um, for this sort of uh, degeneration, it, it it's the closest thing you've ever seen to a massive spire that looked just like the one in the uh, in the murals. I think that a little injured from uh, his trip, he's uh, hesitant to enter right away. Uh, so he r- reaches down, picks up his pickaxe, uh, notices that he's like soaked with the bone, and he tries like just. Uh, like cleaning himself off a little bit. Like I don't know if that lava down there is lava or astral sea. No. So from what you, I don't have an astral <laughs> mat, so it's uh, it's the closest thing I have. But if you wanted to look over the actual edge down, you can. Um, what you would see, if you peek over the edge, you would see that parts of the tower go beneath this ledge. Mm. Um, and there's no lava. It's not lava. It's literally just as if a massive 
degenerating tower was floating in space, essentially. When you look below you, the tower keeps going and it has similar fragmentations burned off of it, but it disappears into a cloud of, of stardust. Okay. Uh, Wiswick very, like, his heart is beating and, like, pumping really fast, but he's keeping his composure. He's, like, trying to, uh, like, maybe even doing some breathing exercises that he saw Cal doing during his calisthenics. <laughs> uh, uh, just trying to calm himself down and, like, keep a level head despite, like, the very uh, terrible situation he finds him in, himself <laughs> in. And uh, he's gonna head forward towards the tower and uh, just cautiously uh, travel with his uh, magic spellbook in hand. Okay. Uh, looking out for danger. So, I, yes, yeah. go ahead. I, I'm just like, my thought process is if I could find that crack again, maybe I could get mm. sent back home. But yeah. first of all, something must have brought me here. Like, if I could find out what, maybe I could find another way back. Like, I, mm. I got to get out of here. <laughs> this is not what I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you start to slowly clutching at your, your spell book and your pickaxe. You start ascending the steps. And as you ascend around, you can sort of feel uh, this place is cold and dark. And though you can breathe, it feels short and you're hard to, to keep the air in your lungs. Is this sort of grim blue light that shifts there every now and then to green and purple and pink and orange back all around, emanates around this tower. To continue with all of our Minas Morg or our, our uh, Lord of the Rings references, it's very much like the lights around Minas Morgul. Um, you ascend the steps, and in the center of the steps, you can see where the stairs turn around. There's a statue floating in the middle beneath it, Astral Sea and the tower descending. The statue floats in the center, and it is a uh, a man holding up a staff with a hand out towards the astral sea, as if holding it at bay. It looks, as best you can tell, since the painting was damaged, it looks a lot like the archmage in the portrait in the barrow. You ascend, and as you get to the top of the stairs, these two braziers on the left and right erupt at your presence, and you look and you see a door open just barely and there's just a green light emanating from it dim I go up to the door and I slowly like at first I'm gonna like I, 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 I'm about to push it open and then I think better I think to knock first <laughs> <laughs> So, Wiswick, you knock on this iron door in the middle of the Astral Sea, and the sound is dull and almost vacuous when you knock, and you can barely hear your own knocking. The door is open, just a sliver. Um, but no no answer when you knock. I, I uh, stick my head through the um, crack in the door, and I say, Is anybody home? Once you stick your head inside, it almost feels like pressure leaves your head. Um, sort of the, the strange feeling of being out on this ledge disappears a little bit. 
and your voice echoes through this chamber and bounces back at you, anyone inside, and you, you hear nothing. No response. Looking in, you can see there are four green lanterns, not unlike the ones you've seen um, underground in Tresics. And you see in the center of the room uh, ignited sigils across uh, a circle. Uh, okay, I'm gonna keep pushing forward. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Yeah. What happened? I'll switch out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, switch out of it. Looks like my my webcam got messed up for a sec. Right. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong tonight. Everyone. Yes, so. no, everything will go wrong tonight. <laughs> Get all, all of the, the technical I'm so sorry. Happen. Guys, fuck up. For, <laughs> for going up loud. <laughs> Uh, Wizwick, why don't you give me a perception check? Yeah, I would like to look around, for sure. <laughs> oh! Well, I love perception checks. I got a six. <laughs> you guys might get a double view of me for a second. Ooh, yeah. la. Pretty! Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll figure that out later. No uh, comment. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, what'd you get in your perception check? Six. Hard to see, even with your dark vision. It seems as though there's sort of a dampening of darkness in here. It might be magical to a certain extent, not just because there's not really uh, a lot of natural light coming in at all. Um, it's mostly magical light. You can see there's this small raised dais where there's some sigils glowing. And you can see in the back two green lights that just barely, barely you can see the outline of something back there that looks like it has two legs and two arms. Two legs and one arm. And it looks mm. like it's standing there. It might be a statue or something else. Okay. Uh, I think I've kind of already blew up my spot uh, with my welcoming myself in, so <laughs> I... <laughs> I slowly approach, uh, avoiding the sigils, um, just being very careful around that area, uh, maybe taking a little bit of a closer look as I approach, um, to see if the sigils resemble anything such as the symbols that I saw in the, uh, opening door, uh, that I had a, uh, the three runes that we used to open a door in the other Archmaster's, uh, runes, hmm. or perhaps something else that I saw in there, any of those ancient languages, maybe the ones on the giant, the stone golem. Yeah, go ahead and give me the, um, uh, give me a arcana check. All right. Oh my god, I'm so good tonight. I rolled a 13. That's a 3 plus 10. Oh wow. Okay, so with that high of an arcana check, you kind of step forward and you start looking at this circle. Once you get close to the circle, you sort of, you know, you hear the, the dull of the ruins themselves, and you look down, and it's not unlike the... It looks very similar to the destroyed teleportation circle you saw in um, the Barrows. 
except intact. You look uh, up around at this point, and you can see that there are um, there are. So you can see in the back now because you're closer in. You can see that the structure is a lot like those colossus that you fought in the barrow. It is very large and tall. It has nondescript features, except this one is not uh, like sort of just a a golem looking thing. It its head is in the center of its chest with a large um, kind of hump on its back, all made of metal with overlapping uh, plates all around. You see one of its arms is completely missing, uh, like ripped off entirely, nowhere to be seen. Um, you see the other arm has this massive shield attached to it with three spikes at the end where the fist would be of the this construct. Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, Legs are firmly planted in the ground, and it's just standing there with its head down. Its head looks like a soldier's helmet, and it has several runes that are dusty and, and, and covered in, in cobweb. There's no spiders out here, maybe, uh, but it's covered in uh, dusty runes. Um, it looks like it hasn't been activated or even touched in years. On the left and right side, you see um, you see murals again um you see uh one that looks like the depiction of a uh um a river valley leading down um uh there's a a great hillside view with several trees and forests and you see um uh, a moving river through that stops at a a very large uh dam that looks nothing like any, any dam you've ever seen. It looks mad. Um, it looks much larger uh, um, than a traditional dam. And it looks like it's made of a, a dark obsidian that's blocking up the river. Um, and then you see kind of amongst the hills is are dotted with barrows. Uh, little small structures that you can sort of identify as similar to the barrows you guys, you all found Um before okay on the right side you see a um you see a mural that depicts uh a very frightening looking fortress um made of a similar black stone um that is at the center of a bridge on either side of the bridge are two smaller fortresses and the bridge has uh um, arched uh, holes moving through it where there is a massive waterfall coming through. Um, and it, you can see behind the fortress is a river that leads to the fortress um, and another river that leads, to- leads towards the fortress. And it's sort of this impossibly structured um, um, fort built a- against the side of a waterfall where two rivers meet and where white- oh, several rapids exist. Um, it has a tall tower in the center with a spiked um, um, battlement at the top um, and several uh, it's probably, it's not as big as the spire looked, but it's a very large fortress that doesn't look like any of the large forts you may have seen in your time in, um, in the surface world. And you see in front of both of them, illuminating them very slightly are what look like a whole 
in a glass window, glowing a purple color, sort of little cracked fragments of reality. And you see in the center of the teleportation circle another cracked fragment of reality. Hmm. If I go up to the uh, one of those cracked fragments, I'm not really sure if it's like a hole or like it's a hole that leads into like the astral sea type area, like just like nothingness. So when you see them, so they don't emanate necessarily the same color as the. I actually know all three of them emanate a uh, a gold color, um, a very dull gold glow and it's it literally looks like say there's just sort of like a fragmented hole with several cracks leading off of it as if reality was a pane of glass hmm there are three of you can I try sticking the uh the not business end of the pickaxe into one of the holes. The first one, far left. Far left? Okay. Yeah. When you bring the pickaxe up to it, you kind of get closer. You can see this mural of these barrows and, and, and this large dam. And you can kind of see in the distance now that you're closer, a very small town um, built into built sort of you see just little like a little tower sticking up with a bell at the top some smokestacks coming off of it off in the distance probably uh, several miles from this dam and the hills with the bar- barrows so it's when actually you, like moving the mural yeah yeah okay. so like when you move uh, the, the mural shifts with your perspective but when you stick your pickaxe up to the, the light and it's gone the pickaxe is gone mm-hmm. oh my god oh shit uh is there any other entrances in this uh in this room give me an investigation check okay For those of you who came in late, Shannon is dealing with a power outage, and hopefully she'll be able <laughs> Take to a join drink. us at some point. Everybody drink! What'd you get? I got a 12. You start moving around, um, and you're kind of keeping, like, moving around, casing the joint, looking at the walls, um, looking for some representation of another entrance out. But it looks as though... There's no other entrance or exit to this chamber. You kind of get close and you kind of see, kind of looking up at this giant colossus towering over you, kind of like peeking around it to see if it's like guarding a doorway, solid wall behind it. Um, well, no, it's not. So it's not solid wall behind it. It's it's another mural um, that depicts, it doesn't depict an outdoor. It depicts a, um, what it looks like a, arcane laboratory a painting of like several alchemy sets some um, 
uh, alchemical pots and, and, uh, and arcane sigils and circles and live books upon books upon books, um, desks and different experiments going on. And when you look at it, it looks as though the candles are flickering within the painting. Similarly with the uh, uh, mural, when you got close to it over there, you can kind of see the wind brushing the trees on the hillside. Wiswick feels very o in over his head. Uh, I think that his first idea was that this is some sort of... Uh, teleporting room where they have multiple sigils uh, set up around the world or around the area and they've been using it to travel to these locations and maybe this was an old system that's been destroyed and that's the reason why we've been trying to recover it mm -hmm. but it doesn't make any sense because the whatever evil threat oh, oh wait you touched the, here. the hillside mural right uh, I did not touch any mirror. I meant your with your pickaxe. I touched the glowing uh, hole. I'm sorry, the... your axe did not get sucked through that one. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, your your pickaxe did not. That one, it's sort of you felt there's some pressure to it, like it sort of did kind of pull and tug at it, um, but it was not as strong as as it should have been. Um, by the uh, by the way, anyone who's just joining us, Shannon is out because of a power outage drink. Oh, she's got a power edge? There's another. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully we'll get her back in here. Uh, so, I guess you should drink every time I say that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Wizwick, what would you like to um, do? First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to write a note to the rest of the party, and I'm going to go outside and I'm going to throw it into the Astral Sea. <laughs> Okay. Let's put it in a bottle. Come on, think this through. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just a panic note that says, huck it into the astral sea. Like, yeah. I went inside. Please help me. <laughs> so, Wizwick, when you when you go out and huck this note, you huck it out, and it, it does that thing when you try to throw a paper airplane, and it just kind of like lands right back on the ledge. Uh, I feel embarrassed and I try and kick it off the ledge. <laughs> you kick it and it starts to fall off the ledge. And it falls for a little while, but it kind of flutters out into the sea a little. And as soon as it gets too far from the ledge, you just... Right back onto the ledge. Okay, I leave it on the ledge. And I go <laughs> back and feed on the bottom. <laughs> so your nose just fluttering in the on the ledge uh, of the astral sea. <laughs> um, okay, so now that I'm back inside, I'm just going to start testing things. So I take my pickaxe, and, uh, well, is there any, like, rubble lying around, like, that I could just pick up a bunch of rocks? Yes, there's definitely a kind of, like, collected, like, pieces that have chipped off the ceiling over time. Um, you could also notice the ceiling is kind of domed up in an arch. And there's sort of a, a mural up there as well that just depicts sort of a artistic representation of the astral sea. Um, but yeah, you could definitely find small enough rocks that you can you can toss them at these uh, these cracks if you want. I'm trying to think about um, maybe I could use the identify spell in a way to discover what's going on here. I don't know if that works with uh, magic imbued objects. Uh, uh, 
tape yeah, that... talk. This might be metagaming. Please, please, I need case, all the help I can get. Uh, <laughs> don't cast your spells. There's that Colossus that's magic activated. Mm, true. If I could do a long rest, I could do ascending, just communicate with you, but really help. All right, back to the rocks idea. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Probably the best bet. I... Yeah, this is definitely, you're definitely, I mean, generally, Wizwick, you are in over your head right now. <laughs> so I'll allow a little table talk. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so, so which one do you want to throw a rock through? The secret one. The one with the room in it. The 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 one behind the golem that has okay. the books and the stuff like that. So you, you do so and so are you throwing it at the, the mural or are you looking for a, a, a crack there as well? Yeah, I'm looking for a crack if there's any. Okay, but so when you peek behind the the uh, the creature, you do see it, its own little uh, crack. You huck a rock at it and sucks the rock in. Nothing happens? The rock disappears. Mm. Uh, I try to carefully at the edge of the mural uh, like I take a, a rock and I try to uh, kind of like peel at the mural, like see if I can like get it off the wall in some way, like I could knock into it. Like I don't imagine that I could knock the whole thing over, but I want to see if it's like attached on or if there's something behind it. Okay, when you rub the, the, the rock against the mural to try to scrape away the paint, um, nothing happens. The mural does not, you see some fragments of paint come off, but they reappear where they come off come off of the mirror. Okay. Uh, I don't think I'm going to have any luck with this one, so I go back to the previous one, uh, the one that mm -hmm. I had originally investigated uh, okay. with the countryside and the other stuff. Uh, and the dam. Um, I'm going to continue throwing rocks in the same hole that I had previously poked my thing in. Uh, uh, that sounded terrible. Um, poked my pickaxe in. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, okay, so you're poking the, uh, or you're throwing rocks into, you keep throwing rocks into the, uh, you, the yeah, one in the I'm back of the room. I want to see if I could get like a full 360 view if I just keep pushing it to the left. So yeah, so I mean, you're just getting deeper. You don't get that deep of a glimpse in. Um, it's really just a little bit of variation based on your perspective. Okay. Um, but yeah, there are all the rocks disappear when they go into the, the rift. Oh, geez. Wait, I, I would did it one at a time. Like, is it... Uh, okay, well, then like the second rock... Going? Yeah, the second rock disappears no into difference? the rift. Okay. Nothing changes when things disappear into these rifts. How the many only... rocks do I have? Yeah, I mean, eventually something will change. Um, <laughs> you've got. I'd say you have at this point. You can find uh, ten rocks. Okay. That you can that you can manage to <laughs> to toss into these rifts if you wish to. Amazing. All right, so we go one, then three, then two, then one, then three, then two. <laughs> so you're trying to throw them into each. 
Uh, yeah, I, I probably, uh, I do one, and then I do three to see if it so corrects. So there's four them. rifts. There's oh, one in the center of the, there's one in the center of the, the teleportation circle. Oh. Yeah, let's go with that one now. I, 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 I lob it. Like, I don't want to get near the, uh, okay. teleportation circle, so I just toss it underhand, let it fall straight in. It falls in. There's this back firing when it falls into that rift. Water splatters out a little and lands on the ground. Uh, okay. Um, I spend a few minutes and I conjure my familiar. Jet appears. <laughs> Get in there, buddy! So he starts to head towards this uh, this rift. And by the time he reaches it, before he touches it, you see Jet disintegrate into dust, glittering dust that then the rune lights up on the uh, on the Colossus. I knew that was going to happen. And Jet doesn't come back. Do I? Do I sense that he's destroyed? Jet is destroyed. All right. Well, my plan now is to wait and rest and gather my strength and do absolutely nothing and hope somebody will rescue me. Okay. Um, I'm going to check back in with everyone else and then I'm going to come back to you, Wiswick. And I'm just going to give you... Ocean's back? Truly the most professional stream on Twitch. We are. <laughs> Ooh, Shannon looks sleepy. Shannon, how are you? I'm muted, first of all. I'm... Well, this has been a day from hell. I'm glad I'm here now. Well, Shannon, you've arrived yes. just in time for us to cut away from Wiswick. Justin, what have I missed? What have I missed? Wiswick is stuck in the astral Everything. sea in a room yep. that has well, three murals in it and great. four cracks in reality and a teleportation great. circle on the ground. Oh, great. He's going to touch it. And a giant colossus in there. Yeah, he's going to he touch it. He's already thrown a rock into A giant colossus? Yeah. Uh, you, can cut, you can see it's mini in the back there. Is Colosso, if it's masculine? Uh... <laughs> Um, one of the cracks has didn't do anything when he threw a rock at it. <laughs> another throwing one, shit now? Another one ate the rock. And the one in the middle ate the rock too, but splashed water out of it once it sucked the rock through. Cool. He did not test the fourth one yet. Okay. He tried to send Jet through one, but Jet was consumed and ignited a rune on the uh, Colossus. Cool. <laughs> Did we not learn our lesson last time? <laughs> uh, once we cut back to Wiswick, we can get the cadaver camp back in because I have the room set up. But before we do that, I would like to check back in with everyone else who is still within the cave. So last you all saw, Wiswick hopped into a hole in the ground filled with water. <coughs> Are you all right? No. I'm not all right, to be honest with you. I was bit so many times. Uh, Cal's kind of just still sitting, just like staring off at nothing because he's just kind of like 
emotionally and physically drained, to be honest. Yeah, so to set the scene of this chamber, since we uh, we didn't start here, um, it's very it's very large, but but uh, very claustrophobic because it's underground, um, and it is uh, there is the deep well in the center that the uh, hydra slithered out of. Its corpse now sits around the um, around this hole, completely free of all flesh. It is just bone. There's the corpse of the the uh, mage that you had slain, who uh, uh, Timber had already retrieved this black pearl diadem from. There is in the back of the wall a a double door uh, mural that depicts this golden fiery sunrise within the center of obsidian spire that looks like the spire you saw in the murals beneath the barrow. Um, and there are several dead bullywugs and two unconscious people that you rescued. Pinky. The diadem. Uh, yeah, give me an arcana check. <laughs> 15 on the diadem. Okay. So, uh, what I guess with a 15, that's pretty good. Um, what you can get from the diadem is that it is, um, it looks as though the darkness of the black pearl is unnaturally so. Um, not necessarily meaning it could mean many things, it could be that the enchantment with upon it turned it this darker color, or it could mean that just whatever magic is instilled in it has caused this by byproduct effect on upon it. Um, I can, but I can only do it after one of my trans then I must call upon Luvania to <laughs> reset my spell list. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Alex, I think chat just said you might be muted. Check your input. Yeah, OBS did that to me yesterday. So, you, our settings. so Alex, you were muted that whole time? Okay. Hey, am I muted? I hope not. I it's definitely wasn't music. Everyone, yeah, everything's just screwed happy up. Happy technical difficulties. Happy, though. happy. <laughs> thank you, we chat. Also, we haven't had one in a while. <laughs> also, thank you, chat, because I uh, yep. Um, can confirm they can hear. Yeah, <laughs> Kelleth, uh, you seem to be bleeding. Uh, do you need some assistance? There. You know, I am bleeding. Um, well, Kiran he, did cast me heal wounds on him previously. Right, so they're closed at least. I am. Actually, I'm not bleeding. But I'm not. Uh, I'm just going to need a. Can I just. 
I'm just, I'm just gonna lie here for a bit. And he, uh, mm. Cal just lies back out of his back and just kind of like lies there for a bit. Okay. Um, so there's that large obsidian uh, piece, mm -hmm. correct? Yes. Uh, I, Kiron would probably be slightly fascinated with this. Uh, and since, you know, you, had, you, you described it as being similar to the door um, that we found in the assassin uh, arrows, um, he, you know, he would understand that, you know, there might be a connection to Ivania or the conflict. So uh, he would like to, like, investigate that or try to see, uh, more in depth if there's anything that calls out. Okay, definitely. Um, so go ahead and uh, give me an arcana check. As you step up to it, it's slightly elevated above where you are currently. It has sort of this uh, 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 natural stone that meets carved steps as if they've been melded together that leads up to these two unlit braziers that are uh, melded into the sto stone as well. Um, melded not as if they had been melted, but melded like they had been teleported into the stone. Um, the, uh, the mural itself is flanked by two of those familiar green flame lanterns that float in the air. What'd you get in your arcana check? Nine. Okay. It's made of very fine gemstone, That, but it's the interesting thing, and this has nothing to do with its magical properties or historical properties, nope. but you notice, oh, it's sort of, it's not like mosaic of gems but it's like entirely gem as if it was cut from a massive gem okay very cool um then i guess after that he'd like to inspect the hydra uh his goal here is to see if there's anything worth salvaging um from it like maybe like if there's like a bone or something that might have properties he may have heard of um, that could have like retail value, uh, some additional current worth. Yeah, give me a uh, nature check. All these intelligent. Can I just roll perception? <laughs> uh, that's a seven. Perception will be like, yeah, I can see them bones. Yeah, yeah. With a seven. Um, in your mind, you're just like, well, all the flesh is melted away into nothingness. It's probably, unless someone really wants some bones, it's probably not worth much. And about how long has it been since Wiswick has submerged? By this point, it's been a couple minutes. All right. Uh, like, he'd, know, he'd, be, he'd have drowned have by now. About that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought this was, like, concurrent. Sorry. Well, it, it, it is, but, like, he jumped in, and, I, and you really wouldn't think about it. So it would right. go for a few minutes before you think about it, and you're like, oh, wait. Yeah, um, so, like, after and walking coming... around and, like, thinking about it, I think, like, Cal and Kiran like, kind of look at each other, and they're like... Wait, where did... Guys, where did Wizwick go? Has anyone... Did he, Wizwick... got out of the... he got out of the pool, didn't he? Did he ever come no, out? No, I did not see him come out. Oh, Shit! My and God. Cal just dives in, because he assumes Wizwick is drowning at the bottom of this pool. Okay. Kiran so Cal... follows... Okay. Is uh, everyone following? No, actually. <laughs> no. <laughs> I imagine I imagine Timber and Scarlet are just look to each other like <sighs> maybe we should like 
<laughs> we were together before we met them. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so you jump in. Uh, the algae have not recouped their uh, their stinging uh, force. You do notice they're lightly, they're starting to glow a little bit. And every now and then you touch one and you get a discharge, but it's not enough to damage you. Which you find coming out into this murky water all around. And there's two things you notice. Um, uh, one, the black spire piercing through um, with uh, some purple light that is pretty much lighting this whole cavern. Um, Curon, since you have such a high passive perception, you would notice some, a second thing. You would notice this scintillating light that fills this whole gross bat nest hydra hive into this cloud murky, floating flesh nightmare. You do notice that the light pierces through and you see it's glinting off of a small object on the base of the uh, of this this cavern. It seems to glint off of something shiny down there. Uh, swimming down to it. Okay. Cal, what are you doing? Same. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I'm looking for Wiswick and then I see there's a light, so I assume maybe it went to the light. Okay, so Cal, you give me an investigation check for the light. Kiran, you give me an investigation check for the, the glint you saw. Twelve. Twelve. Five. Five. Kiran, it, it's it's hard to find the glint. It seems as though you're, you and Cal's movement around has kicked up some of horrible grime that has covered the bottom of this, uh, this, this dungeon, just sort of like the settled remains and fleshy remains of this Hydra's food. As you just see the smoggy cloud come up, just completely uh, consuming the glint you saw, and it's, you just can't find Cal, you get up to this light, and you kind of learning your lesson from Wizbik in the past, you just don't get close to it, but you sort of anchor yourself against the spire, noticing this very cold touch, and you notice floating gently around about couple feet away from this is just Wiswick's hat. Um, I look into the... Uh, can I look into the thing? You can take a closer look. It's, it's just a light. So it's as if the, uh, if the... As if a portal had just... Was just as wide as the edge of the spire all around it. Ooh, can I interrupt for a second? Thought of an yes. idea. Uh, I want to chuck one of my socks into the middle portal. Wizwick, you don't have to. Because, Cal, a few moments <laughs> while you're standing there, you said a rock pops out and just sinks to the bottom of the, the cave. I, uh, I catch the rock mm -hmm. and I throw it back in. Wizwick, while you're sitting there concentrating, freaking the fuck out under the light of this, these, these orbs and this towering colossus above you, you, you just like, I gotta get out there, gotta get out there. It just water splatters in the ground as as the rock you threw through the central portal, the central crack above the uh, above the uh, teleportation circle lands on the ground. I write a new note and I attach it to the rock 
And <laughs> it says, if, if you, uh, greetings to whom it may concern. <laughs> I'm trapped right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trapped here, but I'm waiting for my chance to escape. Do not go inside this portal. It hurts real bad. <laughs> XXOO, Wizwick. <laughs> so you tie it to the rock and chuck it into the uh, fragment. And, and Cal, you were waiting there a few moments, starting to be like, as suddenly just. <laughs> You see the I rock come back with a no. Snatch it out of the water, and then I search for air. Okay. So you go back and uh, Scar uh, um, Curon, what would you like to have done during this time? It was only like a minute or so. I mean, it. you know, he might have tried to pursue the thing, uh, thinking it might be something leading to Wiswick, um, but past that, he would have looked up and seen uh, Cal affecting the area not to join her. Yeah, you can give me an, another investigation check. It'll have a higher DC because of what's been kicked up, but you have another uh, investigation check to try to find the glinting object. I'm just hoping it's something magical and cool. One gold piece. Ooh, 16. All right. That's, that'll, that'll do. Um, so you kind of, Kieran, you kind of notice Cal is, is, is looking at this light above and you're just determined because you don't know it could be either thing could be related to where Wisbeck is. So you you sort of dig down and you kind of like you try to hold yourself still as some of the the muck settles and writhes around, and then suddenly you see the glint again. You move towards it, you see it again, and then you come through and kind of the muck dissipates around your face, and you come down and you see this large, like a child's bowling ball size gem that is a turquoise blue with veins of white moving through it in a circular motion around it. The the veins are literally moving? Uh, it's hard to tell underwater. That's fair. Um, it's it's essentially it's palantir. And, but blue. <laughs> but you notice Cal swimming back towards the, uh, um, the way you came. Um, and then a few moments later, Scarlet and Timber, you notice Cal surface out of the water. It, the water pours, um, and he's returned. Oh, that sounds good. What did you find? Well, his hat's down there, but there's no sign of him. However, there is a glowing purple light, and this rock came back with a note. And I, like, <laughs> swim over to the side, and I've got my arms over the ledge, you know, and I open the note. You probably okay. Cal grab Wizwick's uh, hat. Yeah, Cal grabbed. Cal okay. did grab Wizwick. Just want to make sure. Okay, so you see Cal's returned with Wizwick's hat. Cal, you read the note. It says what Wizwick. Um, he's in there, but he's waiting for to for his uh, waiting to be able to come back. Um, and he said that going through the portal hurts like hell. In more, one or more words. <laughs> I am uh, okay. All right, so he's in there, guys. Um, We've got to figure out how to get him back. So what is he waiting for? I don't know. Help? He's probably... I'm going to write it. Does somebody have a pen? 
Um, <laughs> no one. Uh, nobody has a pet. I I reach out and get my quill, but I, I don't have any. I don't, I don't have any ink. So you see this beautiful, beautiful, massive eagle uh, um, quill, and you can kind of see at the tip of it that, uh, where there would ordinarily be the stain from the black ink. It's stained uh, a, a grimy. Stained a what? Uh, a grimy red. Oh. So I, all right, so I grab it. I take it from Timber. And I look at it, and I look at him, and I look at it, and I look at him, and then I decide to say nothing. And I dip it in the pool of my own blood that's just like right near the edge of this what? thing caused via. I'm a practical guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I write back, Dear Wiswick, comma. <laughs> Thank you for your note. Received yours. Received <laughs> three minutes ago. My time. Period. It's Cal. <laughs> period. <laughs> Have you tried touching the light again to get back? Period. I know it hurts, but Kieran will be ready with uh, his stuff. <laughs> Kieran, do you ever really? vivify in a three hundred gold diamond? I have this new That's gem that I just question. found, uh, but Revivify is not prepared. Well, it won't kill kill him. It'll just It'll, him. You just need Spare the Dying, it right? It might kill kill me. Oh, you're right. It probably won't I do have him. Spare the Dying. I'm pretty sure I, I also succeeded still a constitution saving throw before I got inside of that thing. And it still did most of took 30 of points health. of force damage. 30? I thought it was like 28. No, you took 30 points of force <laughs> damage, I think. It was 30. It was 30. <laughs> I still have a number of cure wounds at first level I could perform. I will try uh, opening portal from my end, period. Do not know what I am doing, period. We'll guess. Hopefully it works. Period. That's a lot of blood, Cal. <laughs> well, it was on the I, ground. I was at one health point. <laughs> Didn't you see Zaharja? Look at, look at, look at that. Look at that cut that he split right there along the Can neck. somebody get me one of those teeth, by the way? I should, like, keep that for posterity or something. Mm. I'm not going to do anything with it. It's tacky. I'll get it for you. you. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, missing you, period. <laughs> <laughs> Hope to resolve soon. Hang up already. <laughs> Cal. <laughs> P.S. I don't know if Scarlet wants you back. Be prepared <laughs> for an, a relatively cold. I don't say this out loud. A relatively cold welcome. Know that you, the rest of us, wish you were here. Period. And then I roll it up, <laughs> and then I tie it around the rock, and I go back down. Okay, it's easy enough. You know your way now. You get to the portal. You huck it through. Wizwick, you're still waiting there, kind of anxious. Trying to trying to concentrate on just resting, um, as the rock water splashes out with a new note on it. Uh, I read the note. <laughs> Takes a little while. Um, would you say how long? How much time has passed so far? So I would say. Oh wow! Oh, I messed that up. Time now has passed is probably uh, for them. For them, it's been it's like six minutes. Six minutes for you, it's been seven years. Almost a half hour. <laughs> half hour. Okay. Um. 
I do the math in my head. Because I've been counting this whole time. I don't know if I told you. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Wizard is, uh... Every second, just one, two. <laughs> and, um... I quickly write back a note saying... I, I, I say, um... Trust me, it's really scary going through that portal. You don't want to do it. I will leave. I'll come back as soon as I can. Just hold on. I have a plan. Don't fuck this up, Cal. <laughs> don't try anything. I already screwed up enough. Love, Wizwick. PSS. Tell Scarlet that I'm dead and I'm never coming back and maybe she'll feel bad about it. So that way it'll make more of a dramatic entrance. <laughs> These are the pertinent things to be corresponding. So Cal, oh shortly after you threw the note in, pretty quickly actually, uh, the, the rock flies right back out with a, a new note on it. I, uh, I swim back up and I open it and I read it to myself and then I say out loud, Oh no, Scarlet. He says he's never coming back. He doesn't think he thinks he's dead. Wait, what? And who wrote the yeah, note? Yeah, read it, and I pass oh, it to no. Kira. <laughs> no, no, he's not actually dead now. He says he's lost there. He's not gonna oh. make it. No, Spoiler he's just. Going... <laughs> I'll say nothing of it. <laughs> Uh, I wink at Kiran because at this point Cal has way has lost way too much blood to be serious about it. <laughs> yeah, Cal, this whole time you're like, am I even am I dreaming? Cal yeah, no, <laughs> I'm like, so woozy. Def definitely in like a kind of like because I'm holding my breath for a while. I don't have that enough blood. Cal, you yeah, don't you look don't. too good. Uh, do you want me to uh, deliver the message to him? It's really not that far. It's okay. I, I, I reach my I, hand out to, to pull him out of the water. I'm already, I'm already, I'm already in the water. I'm already in the water. You don't. Cal, <laughs> he doesn't really give much of a resistance, uh, unless you want to. Cal. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to pull him out. Okay. I'm holding up my potion of healing. Come here. Just, uh, just, just take a rest. Just take a rest. Look, look. I, I, I try to like lay Cal's head on like the Hydra's dead head that's like laying over there. Uh, what? The skull? No, Timmy, bring him over here. No, no, he's comfortable. I don't think I'm aware enough. To like, like, yeah, you're really not. I'm just like, okay. you're in like a, you're in like a fever dream right now. Yeah, that's exactly, um, it's, it's exactly what it is. I, I take the note that Wiswick had and I, I that Kieran threw and I, I read it, and then uh, Tim was just like, oh shit. Uh, oh, Kira, you brought the uh, the gem the orb you found up, right? Or the orb, yeah. Um, can I do some kind of check on it to see anything? You can give me an arcana check. Uh, but Timber, you're gonna jump back in and and. Uh... Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna write another note to him because because oh, Cal, okay. Cal didn't Cal didn't, uh... That's right, he didn't respond. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be like Vizik. I need you to come back here, please. Tell him I'm devastated. Put his stick through the thing. It'll widen it a bit. Mm. Can, you... Here, can I give him the potion? <laughs> if you want, yeah, you can get... make him yeah. drink the potion. Do you want me to roll, or do you want, or should he roll? You, you can roll. 
I have need of your great abilities. We all do. We all miss you. Please don't do anything stupid again. Nine hit points. Cal. Thank you. Okay. You dive back in and, and hug yeah, it through the just hug it through. portal. All right, Wizwick. So, 12 minutes later. I'd say by this point, it's been 36 minutes. So you can yes. take a short rest. Okay, I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to use all my hit die, and I'm <laughs> also going to use my arcane recovery ability to get some spell slots back. Okay. So, uh, fingers crossed, guys. <laughs> uh, how, many, how many of these hit die do I get? As many as you um, want. 5d6, I want to say, but I'm not sure. Yeah, that's right, because you guys are level 5, so 5d6. Also, Sean got a 16 on that. Okay, so when you're observing it up, um, uh, it's why I've got my wireless headphones on and I keep reaching for the wire of them. Um, but you concentrate on this orb and you can kind of, you're holding it, you come out of the water and you notice uh, once you're out of the water, you can see that the veins do somewhat move. And upon closer inspection, they kind of look not perfectly like a rep like a like a picture representation but more like a painting painting representation of waves and it moves all around it um and longer than it should it remains wet um after you've pulled it out almost as if it's producing its own water around it that starts to drip down um from your hands after it shouldn't um okay can i get back to me uh, I gained 27 hit points, enough to put me back to full. Okay. Uh, I make sure that I am, I double check that I'm attuned to my new paradot of wound mending. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you had already attuned to it. Uh, yeah, and I'm going to cast uh, some spells. I don't know which ones. No. I know, I know. I don't know which ones yet. No! Hold on. Jared! I mean, the monster I can't can get me if I jump in the hole. That's what she said. Yeah. Wizwick, what do you want to do? I dive in the hole. Okay. No, no spells cast? No spells cast. Okay. Give me a constitution saving throw. Uh, is it magic? Yes, it is. All right, finally, a good roll tonight. I only do it when it counts. Um, so uh, 20 unnatural. 20 unnatural? Okay. Here's the right dice. Wait, it's not like a DC. It's like you roll for it. Interesting. No, it is DC. He's no, just still taking damage. damage oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I might be, might again. not be. Uh, I um, I took the letter that uh, you wrote, and I tucked it in my book, keep forever, and to use uh, when I want to go to sleep. <laughs> or whenever I'm stuck in a situation like this again. <laughs> 
all relying on me. Right, Lizwick, you... By the way, just so you know, because you kind of get the sense, you did fail the save. Um, Jeez, kids. What? <laughs> you take 28 points of uh, force damage. I'm not down. As uh, Timber, you would immediately, almost like pretty much immediately after you threw the rock and you would just see the, the light lights up a little bit and then you just see and sort of like this pressure shoots water away a little bit. Um, it's almost like there's a vacuum there for a second and then it just... I'd, imme- I'd immediately like, like after throwing and then seeing that, I'd immediately like kind of grasp with my arms and then like try to pull mm-hmm. him to the surface. Yeah. Wizwick, give me a uh, um, con saving throw. Another one? Okay. Mm-hmm. Can I harvest some of the teeth for Cal while we're waiting? Yeah, absolutely. How many do you want to grab? There's so many. <laughs> Cal, how many do you want? What? Oh, how uh, many teeth? How many teeth do you uh, want? I didn't know you were serious. One one is fine. Just a There's big one. T- just one? There's literally thousands. I mean, I'm not going to... I don't... I just wanted to have I'll it. take five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> easily enough get five uh, hydra teeth. You okay. break a few, but there's plenty to, to get new ones, so you get Great. you can get five easily enough. Um, Wizwick, what'd you get? I got a seven. Ooh. Not as bad. Jeez. If it's holding my breath, I planned on using misstep twice. Oh, I'm also I'm it's, also carrying him up. But if it's not holding your breath. Um you take five points of I guess I'll say it doesn't matter the damage type. It's essentially you just the thrusting into it didn't prepare you. You were you lost like because you failed the first save, your concentration was lost, you didn't prepare to be brought into a big pool of water that then just collapsed in on you and entered your lungs, so you just took five points of bludgeoning damage just from the impact and just inhaling a bunch of Okay, well then I am definitely down. But the good news is if I didn't uh, take a short rest, I would be dead for real. <laughs> so, he is unconscious in your arms, Timber, as you swim back up and you all see the water start to come up with their, their presence and then Timber comes up, he's carrying the unconscious body of, of, of Wizwick. Get on, get on! Help, help as me, soon as help I, me! As soon as Scarlet sees that, oh my god, he's actually dead! Kiron! Kiron with, uh, you know, tucking the orb into a pocket of some kind, rushes over, lays his hand, just slaps it right on Wizwick's face and <laughs> uttering some elven mumbo-jumbo cast cure wound. First level. Okay, so you watch as the familiar violet light uh, emanates from Kiron's hands and enters into Wizwick's body, bringing him back from unconscious with six health. You watch as he coughs up a bunch of water. Um, Wizwick, you would have several bruises all across your body from the impact of being squished through space and time in that way and sent the spat back out. Um, you are, are rough looking. You've got a black eye. Um, you're 
face is swollen. Um, the black eye is so swollen that when eye is closed, you are just, you feel, your whole body just feels horrible. And you feel like, you feel down to like your joints when you move your arms and legs, just it feels like bone scraping against bone. But you are alive. In the way. I wake up and I cough up whatever was left in my lungs and just spit on the ground a few times and make some hawking noises and then lay over and just go, Aah! Aah! and I keep doing this for about until somebody gets really angry at me. Uh... Wizwick! <laughs> Have you learned nothing? Is that you, Scarlet? Oh my god, that was horrible. What happened? <laughs> Alright, I'm going to need you to stop yelling because I can't understand you. Um, he's like a child, just don't give him any attention. Let's leave him to it's... himself and eventually he'll Come. crave the attention of uh, hey, 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 buddy! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> you, you look, uh, you want, you know, you, you we should, yeah, uh, I think. Kellet, do you um, have anything left for him? Kellet needs your help, Wizwick. Wizwick, yeah. Kellet is not doing well. You need to, you need to hurry, like, get back to consciousness. I don't think my so question we... was enough. <laughs> we need to get moving before no, we I'm get to more trouble. No, I'm definitely feeling better. The, the physical pain yeah, shut, shut, shut up, Kellet. Kellet, please stop talking. The amount of blood that's on the floor is not in your head. So, Kieran, <laughs> please, let's uh, grab grab the shoulder of Kellet and I will carry Wizwick this Scarlet. I do well, feel... What about, what about the prisoners? Unconscious? Yeah, yeah prisoners. we're going to need to help with that. Shit. Can you carry people on uh, your back as a wolf? No, no, I can walk. I can walk, I say. No, you I can't walk. On my own. I walk on my own! Kieran lets him I, I walk on his on own to go pick up um, prisoners. Okay. <laughs> the panic of that situation right there all <laughs> you talking. I also looked at the D&D Beyond overlay and saw how much little health all of you have, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> This was rough. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, so Kieran, you're going to help the prisoners while Correct. Timber helps uh, um, Cal and Scarlet helps Wizwick. Yeah. No, you I could probably help the prisoners Timber and Wizwick at the same the time. Prison. Okay. I I don't. I actually can walk. I'm just like yeah, Cal. Cal probably I'm doesn't just... need as much help, but he probably shouldn't be the last one out. Yeah. Yeah. Because you guys are going to have to swim again. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, so I have terrible news, guys. Can, can we talk about it later? Can let's, we focus let, on getting out of here first, please? Swiss. What's the matter, Wizwick? What's what's the news? Yeah, Cal, stop. Well, you see, Kiran, uh, uh, you're at this point. You're sort of lifting up the uh, the the prisoners. Um, you can see that the that they are semi-conscious, so they are they can't really explain anything to you, but they can easily enough kind of be led by you. Um, so they can ha they're kind of walking their own footing. You might have to, you'll have to do kind of pull them along when you're swimming um, through the tunnel to get out. Um, 
uh, Timber, you take one of them from Kiran as he walks over, and uh, Scarlet, you kind of, as Wizwick is saying, it's terrible! You just kind of pick him up <laughs> by the scruff of his uh, cloak and then start uh, carrying him out as Cal kind of is, is in the middle of all of you and and, uh, and you're all taking your uh, your leave of this cavern. I just want I, to also I, note that I, I mage hand, I never touch it. I mage hand that thing into my pocket. Okay, easily enough you mage hand the diadem into your pocket without touching it. I grabbed Rizwick's hat on the way out. Good. <laughs> All right, I have to cut it off the mini. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's it's not easy. It certainly is rough, and you some of you get a little a few stings from the algae, but you're able to get everyone out safely, and you find yourselves now standing waist deep, trudging up to the shore of the. Uh, um, of the stream that leads to the river back onto the surface. By this point, it's gotten up to uh, early afternoon, uh, close to uh, probably around 3.30. Um, what would you like to do? We need to get back. Uh, you, I'm feeling a bit better. And I think we should go dry off somewhere. Timber, Maybe what happened to that to the little girl? She she got uh taken by fishermen of the town. By who? By who? The they they look like fishermen. I don't know. They they seem Is to be friends. The father I believe so. They seem to be friends of the father. Right. I had to help you guys. You guys were in trouble. And they seem to be worthy of trust <laughs> <laughs> anyway let's get back to town yes <laughs> okay. I love the sound of that idea so you start to head back to town it takes you a little while just because you're carrying weak individuals who have suffered a lot of damage so it takes you a little while but you know it's a it's a it's not a very difficult road since you've essentially taken out the danger that was upon this this dirt road that leads to the stream you come and you pass by the uh i want to go to the, the church the you're not going quay. anywhere <laughs> you pass the by church. the little quay that you saw uh, as wizwick sort of in a in a state is just going the church um as scarlet is ignoring him and carrying him to safety um you pass by the quay where Timber, you see the father of the pair that you had seen taking the little girl. And he gives you, he kind of comes up to you and just very briefly says, Oi, oi. Uh, are you the, you the individuals with the, the dog? Yes. Yes, that was us. That is uh... our dog. Where's your dog? Is he okay? He died. Sharon no. points to Timber. The straight up, the dog died, is what happened, and it was very sad. We were all sad. Um, well, that's the girl cow, that he was guarding, right? Cow, cow. Uh, you all look like shit. Yes, um, yes, thank there you. Was a fight. The... Our dog I... died. <laughs> My daughter is still with the little girl, she's she's at the abbey. Yeah, I feel right. Perhaps 100%. The, the, the abbey is taking care of her. Good, thank you. I want to be taken up. care of. Basic shit We're getting there. <laughs> Relax. Yes. I'm. 
I'm glad to see your daughter's safe. I say in a hybrid form that looks like a wolf. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Good boy. Dog, thank you for saving that. Uh, okay, you can you can talk to me like a human. You know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just wasn't sure. You just. Uh, please. Uh, we have. You anyway, out whatever you went it through. That's little girl, she is safe. Good, good. We're going back to town. <laughs> safe travels. Uh, and he kind of <laughs> rushes away from you. Uh, <laughs> awkward encounter. And starts uh, handling his uh, his ship, or his boat. Um, you start to head back to town. It's back to the cobblestones. Um, safety of kind of the familiar, familiar side of the town. As you enter in through the palisade arch um, that separates this sort of uh, coastline of the river from the you enter into the square and you immediately see um, the father that you, you met in the uh, in the park was waiting at the edge of town and he immediately runs up to you and embraces and pulls his daughter out, out of your grasps um, and just inconsolably uh, uh, trying to speak with her. He's just he's caressing her hair and just holding her tight. She sort of slowly brings her arms around him just says, Father. I, I can't thank you enough for saving my daughter. What was it out there? It appeared to be some kind of mad mage sacrificing townsfolk animal to his pet hydra. These days. These days. Thank you. I I don't have anything to offer, but No, don't don't even think that's what your text God's willing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Ever flame bless you all. Ilyuvania bless you. And he, he looks before he leaves and he just sees the boy in your arms. Just... Oh, that's Mr. Tuckberry's son. If you, if you want to drop him at the, the abbey, I can let his folks know. He's been... Their farm's not too far from mine. Thank you very much, we kind will. sir. And Cal kind of stumbles off screen. Uh, Kieran's going to bring uh, the Tuckberry boy uh, to the Abbey uh, and deposit him. I imagine it's like a book return. He just stuff. <laughs> it's just a yeah, slot for wayward children. Yeah, and... you, 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 drop the, uh, you drop the boy <laughs> off and they give you your ticket. Uh, uh, <laughs> Your Where compensation of one copper. It's, yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a, a coat check thing. <laughs> you split one in half, and it's like to collect your child. No, you all, you all kind of slowly make your way into the square. The, the father leaves with his daughter slowly, carefully bringing her towards the northern road leading up to the farmlands. Um, you get to the the entrance of the abbey, 
When you step inside, it's very much so a uh, classical stone chapel. You have a uh, you have several rows of pews leading up to an altar, um, and you can see the dais around the altar. There is the um, there are slightly smaller altars in the front. There's about three. They look essentially like stone slabs, and one of the little girls is on one of them, and you can see a um, a uh, a cleric in a uh, um, a brown, very ragged robe with a um, with a sash around the waist that is much nicer than the robe um, that is spun of gold red gold red and white thread um and a necklace a chain around his neck with the symbol of the ever flame um around uh at the base of it which is just a um eight-pointed sun uh, and you see him just sort of holding his hand up the brow of the young girl and you can see sort of magical light emanating from his fingertips as he's just whispering a quiet prayer And another uh, another one of these clerics of, of the Everflame steps up from the side of the abbey because it has one of those. Um, uh, it's got the like courtyard in the center where the the, um, the pews are with sort of a glass ceiling above, um, and then around the edges, add like like monastery hallways that have the arched um, entrance to the whole uh, glass ceiling. Not fully glass, but uh, mostly glass in the in the center. There's a large, um, like a large. Dome? It's it's really like a greenhouse ceiling, okay. in the center, letting on. the sunlight in. Um, um in what these, I know, I would know. Yeah, Cal would know. What what is the appropriate term for a priest or priestess of the ever? Like what is uh, it like? You know, like yeah, I know what you mean. The Christianity, its father or. What would I call them? You would actually call them um, Rabbi Graces. Grace, mm-hmm. your grace, or just Grace? Yeah. Grace, your grace. Grace, your grace is a little easier to say than just Grace. Um, all the, uh, oh, grace. All, the, all the priests take on the name Grace when they become <laughs> they say their vows. Uh, Sean would Timber would know that too, right? Yes, Timber, you would know that as well. Scarlet, you would know that as well all having grown up adjacent or within places that have abbeys of the Everflame. A young uh, a young woman dressed in similar garb steps up to you. She appears to be half elven. Um, she has shorter elvish ears, very bright green eyes. Her skin is a um, is a darker uh, darker color and uh, on her forehead you can see sort of the very light um, budding of uh, similar bark growth as uh as um valen but not nearly as intense and there's not really there's not really horns more so it's just this um carapace like bark on her forehead leading to her hair with some light twiggage coming off hello your grace we've uh recovered this child apparently he's took berries boy um we wanted to leave you for safekeeping until they were able to collect Everflame, bless you all. We had heard that your venturing group had set out to find the missing girl. I hope that she is 
been found and returned to her father. We will take the Tuckberry boy. Brother Dolan, he will perform healing on the lad, and we will wait for his parents to come. I don't mean to be rude, but is there anything you can do for my friend here? As I holding up with Wick. <laughs> uh, you see the this, this uh, half-elven woman looks to him and just certainly he looks quite quite injured. You all look quite injured, really. You see, uh, she whispers a few words and clasps the um, symbol of the Everflame at her her chest. You see her eyes glow a uh, a bright um, a bright golden color, almost as if and there's. Kieran flinches back with a hiss. <laughs> That's not the light I prefer. <laughs> um, as you all, a warm breeze flutter over you as if it were you know warmth in your veins as you all receive nine points of healing Ooh. rise give a little huff behind everyone and be like i mean i could have done that too i keep sure i was prepared <laughs> happened. Excuse me. Uh, thank you. Your grace. The woman's eye, the, eye, the woman's eyes return to normal, and she just brings her eyes back down. It says, "We're all children." The Everflame. Excuse they me. Like us all. Yeah. Yes. My my grace or your grace. Uh, can I get? I I hate to ask. Um, where can I get some beads of the Everflame? Some beads of the Everflame. Certainly. Sunbeads. I'll you with some as well. It's gotta be a better name than that. Okay. What do you need those for? I ignore Scarlet. <laughs> you see, she you see she she steps aside away from you and you watch her walk down the uh, the center of the pews and you see her bow and kneel down before the altar before raising, standing back up and walking off to the she returns, coming around the, 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 the other side. She holds out these um, finely crafted wooden prayer beads on a, on a necklace that are alternating um, red, gold, white to gold, red, gold, white. Um, and they have a symbol at the end that's carved of wood that shows a uh, eight-pointed star, um, which is anything for another child of the Everflame. Thank you. Also, thank you for not reacting to my current form. Never. We are all broken in some way in this world. Scarlet the Everflame. Thank you. She ignores you entirely. (laughs) I'm going to uh, go pray. (laughs) <laughs> Timber walks Thank away. Blessing <laughs> and all that. Thank you very much. You've been you've been one. And I bow in a way that I'm trying to make look not mocking. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you've 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 actually been to Everflame services before. You're many, many times, yeah. Yeah. You like everyone else 
hasn't really. Like Scarlet, your father was not an Everflame worshiper. He worshipped Turin, so you didn't experience that in your youth. Um, or not Turin, sorry, for soul. Um, Turin, the god of robots. <laughs> uh, and uh, Timber, you you would have been adjacent to it, but you would never participate in it necessarily. Um, so, Cal, you give the appropriate, respectful um, bow to uh, this uh, grace. She bows to each of you and just with a have a flame light guide you. And with your spirit. Um, <laughs> and also with you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm a Vatican II man at heart. Um, <laughs> so I'm going gonna, gonna to leave. Better. Yeah. Thanks, lady. Your grace, Wiswick. Uh just oh, say please. It. Just get it over with. She's already that walked away from it. <laughs> Take that race. My friend, I'm glad you are looking better. Also, yeah. here's your hat. And I put it on his head. I push it down so it covers most of my face. And I say, mm, this feels good. Thanks, Cal. I understand, friend. <laughs> uh, making sure my own hat is on straight. <laughs> It is, uh, and then I and then I say, "Well, shall we?" And I leave because uh, churches make me uncomfortable. And I head out to uh, uh, the place with the guy, the law master. Okay. So you are going to you all leave the Abbey of the Everflame, and you head uh, uh, back towards the uh, the law master's tower. Um, it's uh, starting to get a little dark now, um, but uh, the sun's still out. The semi-eclipse sun's still out. You come to the Lawmaster's Tower. You step inside. The guards allow you in. There's no problem there. They've seen you before. Um, wait, 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 wait. Be- before we enter the guards' tower, I just want to stop Cal and I say, do you, I mean, I still got to tell you guys the full story. Um... It might be a little dangerous to let this guy know everything. Are you sure we could trust him? I'm not going to tell him. I'm just going to tell him that we did his job, show him the proof, and called him. Um, I also want to make... I mean, okay. I won't tell him anything about what you, what's going on with you, because I don't know about it, so he won't even know that I'm lying. All right. Is there another piece of information that we should we should convey? Uh, yeah, uh, there's a quite a few. Um, okay. Do they need to know right now? Can we come back at another time? Uh, we could do that. We could do that. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, Scarlet's saying it's fine. It, it can wait. It, we'll talk about it later. Are you actually agreeing with me? That's new. I'm. I. I I so Cal is less lightheaded and feeling himself, and so mm-hmm. this whole interaction was just like I don't. It'll be fine. Everything will be fine. And so I I, so, I walk into that. I would also okay, like Cal, you to you... make note that after we left the Everflame Church, uh, Timber would be a wolf again. Okay, he would not be humanoid. Easy enough. So you cross the courtyard. Towards the uh, the lawmaster's tower, 
you step in and you see it is mostly empty. There's a few guards uh, stationed in there. You just see the law master just standing, sitting at her desk, just looking at paper. And uh, and there's several candles lit around her. And you, as you recall, she's a dwarven woman. Um, and she she just sort of looks up and she just says, "Oh, finally." I, uh, got I, stuck out there. I put on my diplomat smile and I go, oh, no worries about us. Uh, uh, it did take us a bit longer than we expected to come back as there was a lot of um, baggage, but uh, we were able to, to achieve all objectives efficiently and effectively. And we've delivered back two uh, captured townsfolk. Uh, one is at the Abbey right now and the other is with her father or was out in the court. Technically three, if you count the little girl. Three captured citizens. We were able to return to you. Well, that's lovely. I apologize for my behavior earlier. It's uh, strange times. And the protection of a small hamlet like this is not always the priority of generals and mm. heroes. So I appreciate what you have done for us today. As you I promised. Surprise. As I promised. <sighs> Sergeant, in the chest, you see a, a, a guard comes out with a, a small chest, opens it up, and it is filled with 300 gold pieces. And then you see from the others, from behind the sergeant, you see Lieutenant Horace steps down from above, and he just looks down and says, Oh, I see. Our heroes have returned. I judge by the gold that you were successful. Three captured civilians returned. Uh, one mad mage dealt with, as well as his cult of bullywogs. Uh, there was a marrow at one point, if I recall, though uh, I don't know if we named that, so Cal might not know that. And, uh, and uh, oh, what was the other thing, guys? Oh, yes, um, a giant hydra. Yes. Uh, there was a giant hydra out there that we fought and killed. And um, he's mostly, or she, is mostly responsible for uh, our appearance at the moment, I say, pointing to my tattered undershirt. Well, it seems it was much more than just little green men, then. I'm glad you were able to handle it. Uh... Bray, Private Bray. Bring over my personal chest. You see another chest is brought out. You see the lieutenant um, goes over and starts counting coins out of it while he's counting coins. Uh, Lawmaster uh, Freda Sorsha, Freda Sorka, uh, looks to you and says, uh, My husband wrote their West Wing. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Brett, <Yeah>. Sorkin. <laughs> Sorka. <laughs> uh, she looks to you and just says, uh, Hydra. Mad Mage? All of the above, yes. And you destroyed all of this? I, uh... motioned to Scarlet to take out the teeth. Oh, those are... <laughs> Flame. Those are... <laughs> <laughs> she burns them up. Those are... Uh... Right to the fang. 
Um, mm, they feel excellent piercing your torso. I can tell you that much. Well, I wish... Uh, I wish I could offer you more. This Looks was like the agreed risk. upon price. Well, nonetheless, thank you for helping us. Maybe um, you could help us out with just a little information. I have a question or two. I was hoping to to get to supper, but certainly. Oh, I won't take up too much of your time. Um, maybe, maybe if you could just tell me a little bit about um, that. There, there's a merchant in your town uh, goes by the name Sirsha. Do can you just is she? Do, do you know anything about her? Does she seem trustworthy to you? Ah, uh, well, Sirsha. She, uh, as far as I know, she showed up about 10 years ago or so. I was still just a guard. But, uh, she keeps to herself. Townsfolk don't like to let their children near her. But, uh, went to her shop. I don't ask many questions, but if you ask me if I trust her, probably say no but she stays out of trouble hmm okay uh, if that's all you know I, w I won't bother you any further uh Wizard, give me a quick persuasion check okay how about a nine okay <laughs> She's done. <laughs> she just uh, she just looks up to you, half smile, very tired looking, as if she's been up all night the previous night and worked all day. She's, it's about all I can tell you. But uh, again, I appreciate all the help you had I brought to Racklin Glen. More he and if there are more heroes like you on the road, this world would be less dangerous. With that, uh, Horace. Be sure to has... tell your friends. <laughs> Horace has moved several satchels of coin into the chest from his own collection. He just looks. He looks back. He's, I believe uh, that should just about cover match the lawmaster's expense here. Please accept this six hundred gold pieces in honor of your duty and service to the crown. Thank you very much, Lieutenant. Thank you very much, Lawmaster. Remember, that's Cal Rolan, R-H-O-L-A-N, in the logs, um, uh, as well as uh, you, you all can give your last names. I don't remember them. That's not true. Tim doesn't. I'm sorry. Um, you see, you see uh, he, he, Cal he, would the, know. Lawma sorry. the Lawmaster looks over to Brent, and, and Horace looks over, and the, the, the young soldier uh, just immediately... <laughs> <laughs> and then runs over and she hands him uh, some, some parchment and ink. Is it, is it Roland? Uh, no, no, D. R-H-O-L-A-N. Oh, Roland. Okay. Yes. All right, then. Cal Roland. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rest of you? Well, this is... Uh... You guys are going to have to help because I don't remember them all. Quizwick, uh, Master no, you of can Magics, do Bill Goofarlick, Yellen, Jedrick, 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 Jedrick,
at your service. Oh, Timber, the wolf, or Timber, <laughs> comma, wolf. Um, this is Kieran, blessed of Ilyuvania, fifth of his name. And, uh, nope. <laughs> oh, okay. And, and, and and I look at her and I go, <laughs> What'd you say? Underhill. Not even close. <laughs> no, I was giving a fake name on purpose because you're a freaking wanted criminal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm yes. aware. Why would you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Crushing it. <laughs> oh, man. It's all good, Shannon. It's been a rough day. Yours is like the uh, only other last name we use ever. I obviously right. know that one. <laughs> Scarlet Underhill. Like, we've used Kieran's, I think, once. I think when he introduced himself, and never again. And then nope. Wizwix is too long. I, no, that's not true, because Stefan hadn't created it yet at that point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is your last name, Kieran? Uh, are, is this Cal asking? I I assume Tim? that you and I talk off screen, and so therefore I would probably. Uh, unless you were sharing that on purpose. No, I, I think at first he wouldn't have, but at this point, it's Isilistana. I say that in accurate intonation and pronunciation. And the, the guard gets that perfectly on the first time. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Ilistana. Ilistana. This is a lot of names with a lot of subtext. Wolf, Timber, Wolf. Uh, 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 do you have a single name we can go by? Timber the Wolf? No. Or do we all have a single for name? For group name? Is that what you're saying? Easier. Um... Well, we used to go by Heroes Imagine set, but that's very local, don't you think? Timber flops <laughs> in the ground. <laughs> oh my, there's just this this chunk of bullywug that lands on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Timber coughs it up. What? Oh, just perfect. Ray, um, you're the one cleaning that up for asking the question. Uh, well, you know, uh, we'll uh, we'll get back to you on that. <laughs> oh, uh, just asking. It's all good. We no, that's yeah, that's totally fine. Logo these names and their epitaphs. And, all right. Get the bard epitaphs? to think of something good. I meant. Uh, I mean. Uh, Epithets. Titles. I meant. Epitaph. Okay. Hey, somebody's writing us off. I think. It's a bit um, morbid. Uh, just in case we need to create a statue. Private Brian. <laughs> Brian. What, what was it? Bray. Private Bray, I pretend to write on my hand, well knowing that he knows I don't have a piece of paper in my hand. You see, Sorcerer just puts her hand back in her palm and she says, All right, I think it's about time we all speak to ways. Yes. I've lost I'll so leave. much Let's blood go. today. You all have Let's a lovely go. evening, and I give, I give him a big performer's bow. Kieran, make sure Cal, to take the stop chest. showing off. Let's go. And I whip my coat around as I turn oh, leaves. As, uh, as Horace smiles at you all, it's always a pleasure. Thank you. Say hello to the general for me. Again, thank, thank you, Lieutenant. Kieran's mm. got Damn. that chest of gold. And walks. Okay, so you collect your your gold, um, and you exit the Lawmaster's Tower. What would you like to do? I believe a long. <laughs> I think go to bed. It's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Shall we return oh. to the Furbolgs Tavern? What was it called again? The Guavarine Tooth. Ah, yes. Guavarine. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's I a wanna, good idea. I want to write a letter to uh, Searsha. Okay. 
Where's wait? Uh, can it wait till we get back, please? So at least you have a hard surface to write on. Well, I guess I could get Jet to send it later. Get I mean, Jet to send it later. Send on the way, but all right, fine. <laughs> it's not a very large square, <laughs> but you um, you pass by and you you walking. It's easier to walk through the park to get across to where the um, the tavern is. So, as you're walking through the park and you got the canopy of oak branches, um, mostly deprived of leaves, although they are starting to bud, um, you pass by that fountain again, um, that ruined fountain in the center. And Curon, I'm gonna. You have a good passive perception, but I want you to give me a straight uh, perception. Right, gotta find the dice that'll do the best, even though that's not how dice work. You know, you always say that, and then you roll low, so maybe that is how dice work. Oh, uh, you can't see. A... It's a net 20. Yeah, yeah, so that is how dice work, buddy. <laughs> you picked the so right 30, one. 30, by uh, the way. 30 is uh, that what that roll comes Jesus. Oh, shit. So, yeah, even if I if it was an impossible Examining task, the fountain, you see the molecules. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, ah, oh, yes, granite. And suddenly, you understand that Levine is not real. <laughs> uh, I have to go. No, <laughs> no you pass by, and 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 your mind is bent somewhat. Your mind is on making sure your friends were okay, but also on that orb you found. But when you pass the fountain, you notice in the center there's a there seems to be a socket. In the uh, in the the statue on top of the fountain that has the sort of ruined, half broken statue, it seems it looks con it's concave and it looks like the size of the the orb you found. Hold up, companions. Uh, he gives the chest so to nice. whoever's standing to him, and he goes, "You're free to continue, but I think takes out the orb." That's is it still like uncomfortably wet? Yes. Oh, that's disgusting. Your cloak is soaked through. Well, it's what's wrong is you said uncomfortably. Like if you said any other modifier, it would have been fine. It's a moist so... stone. Moist. Uh, and then is this something where like Kieran has to like is it climb embarrassingly up? moist still? Like if like that's the only one that would have been worse. I don't. Uh, Kieran, it's not. I mean, it's it's uh, the, you could easily step into the fountain and okay. and, and get to it. And then he, it. yes. So he's gonna take a second to look at it and be like, Ugh, uh, and then looks at the socket. <laughs> and then, uh, so you all turn and watch Kieran as he steps into this this the gross rainwater that is collected in this uh, this fountain. And, and he reaches up and you see this strange orb that you didn't remember seeing before that is brand new. And he places it in and Kieran, as soon as you place it in, you get sucked into another uh, dimension now. Uh, Damn it! It locks, <laughs> it locks in and begins the, the wavy, the parts that looked like to depict the sea foam of waves begins to glitter and glow. And you watch as the fountain is completely starts to rejuvenate itself. The ruins worn stone begins to turn to fresh marble um, and the statue itself at the, the top rejuven reju uh, rejuvenates itself. Wizwick, you would immediately notice that the statue at the top is the mage statue you saw in the 
in front of the spire. Oh. Um, as the uh, the writing is restored um, on the plane, um, although it is um, a language that you don't know necessarily, um, water immediately begins to to spray out of the fountain and fill it up. You get you get splashed a little, Kiran, but you're already kind of moistened <laughs> of the orb. You all notice the sort of brown grass around you, kind of just starting to recover from the beginning of spring, all burst to bright green. The oak trees above begin grown almost as the branches twist and turn and, and, and open up at the, um, sound, making that twisting tree sound, the ants making Lord of the Rings. And they, <laughs> their trees, the branches immediately plume with, with vibrant oak leaves as this entire space seems to be rejuvenated, brought back to um, a place of, of prosperity and little... Uh, Coming from the trees, lighting up the entire park, are these little uh, ethereal insects that glow a bright golden hue. That come out, seem to come out of the um, the oak trees themselves, lighting up the entire space as the sun is setting beneath the sky, um, restoring the um, restoring. What's the name of this place? Crackling Glen. <laughs> Restoring Godswin Grove. So I'd like to imagine that Kiron backed up to like be in our line again, and so we're all in a nice big wide with our wonders faces. Ah. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's like you're all looking up. It's like that moment Groot let out all those glowing flowers in Guardians of the Galaxy, because you're all just looking up as these little insects fly around harmless, and you feel the warm breeze and the lush life around around you, restoring this park, and the fountain completely restored. Statue, plaque, water. Look at Ilyvania's work all around her. Was it Ilyvania or was it the gem? I have my hand on Kiran's shoulder and I go, well, I have to admit that was pretty cool. Uh, turning to Scarlet, uh, Kiran reports, it was I that placed the gem in the fountain found it, and only through Ilyvania was I able to find it and bring it. Well, that and you saw that it would fit. It f makes sense to me. Let's not ruin this, friends. Kieran, do you have moment. no free will? You're a wolf. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> go back to this corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wiswick gets over the glamour pretty quickly and immediately recognizes the statue and like uh, his happy face turns kind of serious and he begins uh, a ritual for comprehend languages. Okay. Um, so it'll take about 10 minutes. Um, mm -hmm. So you all know notice Wiswick immediately sit down in front of the fountain. The lights glittering across his face and he immediately he goes from this awe as he looks up analytical face as he pulls out his spell book and starts to lay out his different reagents and begins muttering words as sigils start to glow around him as he prepares if i recall this this is very close to the tavern right like it's like right it there. is yeah yeah you could leave him here if you wanted to yeah so i was gonna i was gonna say well well wiswick we'll leave you to it then come on friends and i follow okay. cal i follow cal. yeah Kieran's as we're stay with wiswick I'm going to go with Cal and Timber, but as we're walking in, can I look around and see if I could see a certain someone? 
Hey, give me a perception. I have looking for Toira. I have the chest. Yes. I'm looking for Toira, is it? It's exactly what I'm looking for. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. So you don't see any sign the individual you're looking for. Uh, you do see who is uh, as you're approaching. Um, as Cal and everyone is walking in front of you, walking towards the entrance, uh, Cal and, and everyone don't notice her, but you, you notice her as Cal steps up to the door to open it. And Tora just looks right up at Cal and goes, Oh, <laughs> you're coming back out of here now. Ha ha! And she just Hi. seems Tora, to be yes. uh, gardening at the edge of the, uh, the wall of the... Uh, um, the uh, <laughs> the tavern just sort of you see her taking these little plants and putting them in into this small garden right outside. It's, it's almost springtime. Yeah, yes, it is. Um, go check so, out Godwin's grove. It was yeah, it was really it's really nice over there. Oh, beautiful. Well, enjoy yourselves. Yeah, you have a good night, Tyra. <laughs> I'm sure I'll see later. Quick, yeah, you will probably. Before I see you, at least. Um, so I'm going to walk pretty quickly just in and up the stairs and into my room, and I hide the chest under my bed. Okay. What do the rest of you do? I follow um, Cal into his room as a, as a wolf. What time is it right now? I, uh, w- uh, it's, Tim- about, uh, it's about six, six o'clock around there. Okay. Sunset. Um, I'll go... Do we all have separate rooms? I don't remember. You have your own room. You were the only one with your own room. That's Because right. you were like, who's gonna room with me? And we all went... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, I remember that now. I slept downstairs. Okay. I was supposed to sleep with you. That's right, that's right. Oh, yeah, no, that's right. Well, that's no, 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 no. Yeah, it's fine, yeah. Okay, so rooms. I... Scarlet, you have your own. All right, I will go in and unload, um almost all of my gear, but I'm keeping my special dagger in one regular one. Okay. So you're, you're, uh, you're dropping all your stuff down, keeping the dagger in the special one. Mm-hmm. Uh, special one, you mean the unfinished one or the new one you got? I forgot about that one. I meant the the, the unfinished one, but yeah. Um, when Yeah, I'm going to ask Kieran about that later when he comes back. Thank you for the reminder. So, so Sean, oh no, was it you or one of the magic people? Before Wizard. we go back to Kieran and Wizard, because I'm going to do a thing that might impact that a little bit. Um, okay. So Cal's up there in his room and he puts the thing down and he goes, ah, you know, like, yeah, I just carried a big weight up the stairs and, you know, I'm, I'm putting it down. <laughs> and, he, and he takes off his coat and he goes to take his shirt off and he looks at his shirt. And it's all like, you know, punctured and there's blood all over it. And he kind of like hesitates for a second as he goes to take it off and he goes and he like puts it, pulls it back on or what's left of it back on and then buttons his coat over it so as to hide it and go and then goes back downstairs. Uh, okay. do, do I notice any of this? I'm in there. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. I imagine, I imagine Cal would kind of almost be ignoring you, Timber, as he's looking down at his bloodstained and punctured um, tunic uh, and then he would look, and Callie would also sort of like see through it and look at your flesh and just notice, like. So I wanted specifically not to yet. Um, nope. <laughs> I uh, 
Oh, or maybe to... I could like notice a little bit, and, and then I stop. Yeah, I'd say that the reason you, I'd say you stop as soon as you sort of see just the first flash of scar. Yeah. Um. As uh, as Cal is like you know looking at or looking at his wounds and addressing it as he would, um, Timber is watching him, but transforming back into a humanoid, putting on his cloak, kind of still keeping an eye on Cal and his reactions to his wounds. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... And that, if that were the case, I thought he was still wolf. If that were the case, um... I he, would, he, uh, Timber's not saying anything to you. Timber's just right, looking over right. and just putting his... Um, so I kind of... I'm stopping, right? I hesitate, and then I, I pull my coat back on, and I go... Uh, I'm going to head out. Uh, if you want to, you can come. I'm going to go uh, stick with uh, Kieran and Wiswick. Um, I think it's only three minutes that way, so it's not exactly... If you want to catch up, you can. And then kind of uh, heads out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll catch up with you, Kill. Uh, yeah, I like acknowledge it over my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, so, sorry, one, it's not important. I'm going to go down and order at the bar two skis, two beers, and an order of their weakest beer. Paravel kind of looks at you funny and says, oh, you, you all look a bit different. Uh, yep. Here, here we go. <laughs> She's like, right up. Come in. Uh, I'm, in, she, I'm uh, in full gear. I was, I, it's the coat. It's high collar. Change to the framing of my face. Well, I'm not. I'm not here to to pry. I'll uh, I'll just go get your drinks. And she returns shortly with uh, on a, a nice platter, so you can carry it all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say to... I'm taking these just outside, but I'll, I'll I'll bring the glasses back, and my stuff's all still upstairs, so you know I'm not going anywhere. No problem. I trust you, folk. You've spent a lot of coin here. <laughs> Thank you, Pavel. And then I, I leave, and then you can however long mm-hmm. it takes. Okay. No problem. Uh, so Scarlet, you would you would have stepped out and head down. Um, Timber, would you do you want to? Are you staying in there for a little bit? Or are you heading down too? Uh, are you t- trying to speak? With Timber is going to stay in there for a little bit, just a little bit. Okay. Um, he's not going to do a full meditation, but he's going to take the beads out and just kind of see what he can gather from it, um, channeling through. Yes. That's all I want to say. Go ahead and give me an... Okay. Scarlet, what would you like to do? Um, when I'm walking downstairs, would I have seen Cal at the bar? Yeah, you would have. You you, you just threw your stuff down and grabbed yeah. what you needed and, and started heading down. All right. I'll just go over to, to Cal. Um... And whatever process there is, maybe I'll see the tray of drinks or whatever. And so is that for us? Yeah. Um, well, I yes. Uh, ski or beer? I didn't know you. Were, I thought you were upstairs. I'm sorry. What would you like? Um, I'm good. Okay. No problem. Oh, would you like some water, dear? Sure. Come and read up, Brian. <laughs> Uh, 12, quickly, Sean. Brian. Okay. Quickly, Brian brings a, a skin of water for you. Um, 
So Timber. While you're up there, you start to focus a meditation on this uh, these beads. And you notice they're very well made. Um, they're not expensive looking. They're made from cheap wood, but they're cared for in the process of making them and carving them. And each of the, the beads themselves have a little sigil on it of the little eight-pointed star on there. Um, and you notice the symbol is... Uh, um, for uh, four points that are connected, and then four points within those points that are not connected. Um, it's very similar to the sigil of the Gwyn Empire. Um, you look at these and you sort of feel them in your hands. You try to concentrate them almost like you would on your on beads you've prayed with in the past. And you notice. They don't feel any, you don't feel the same presence when you touch them. And as you concentrate more and you kind of place them down in front of you and enter into your, your stance and your position and start to think and pray. The beads, you kind of close your eyes and mutter the words in your mind. When you open them, you look down at the beads and you reach out to touch them. And at your touch, they darken. The wood darkens to a black throughout the entire beaded necklace. A dark void consumes them for a moment. And you hear a slight searing And then the void dissipates like smoke. You look down at the beads and where the eight-pointed stars are, it looks as if the wood has been singed now. And there's streaks of, of uh, burnt leaving from the singe marks. Almost, it now looks as if someone would those in there instead of carving them in, in there. And then you just, this is perplexing for a moment. You look up, you see at your window, the black owl. It it makes eye contact with you for one moment with those starry eyes and flutters off. You hear in your mind, Nothing. You think for a moment you hear a voice. It fades quickly because I don't want you to hear a voice anymore. (laughs) Um, Give me a history check with the with looking at the beads. Okay. Not bad for not being proficient. Fifteen. Another one. Second one oh, that's good. You have very little knowledge of the Everflame religion other than what you're adjacent to. 
And you've only seen beads like this once before. Then when I say like this, I mean singe. And you saw it at one point in Cabello when a traveling cleric came through town. And the few, there's not a lot of devout Everflame uh, followers there. They follow Everflame, the Everflame, but they don't really, they're not church going necessarily. But the ones who were just flush with adoration for this traveling cleric. He, whenever you saw folk interacting with him, you didn't like it. it was, he seemed, in your eyes at least, to seem somewhat of a, a con man. But what they were gushing about were his singed beads, which amongst common folk and even some nobility amongst Quintarchy singed beads are a sign of blessing from the Everflame. Got it. Timber, Timber smirks, picks them up, looks at them a little bit, makes like looks at the detail of it, smirks to me more, and puts it on his uh, perks. It's showing. On his, on his belt. Excellent. Um, then he covers himself up after after showing, of course. You know, covers himself up completely. Hood up. Scarf. Heads, heads downstairs. So back uh, in the park. Um, Wizwick, you are channeling your spell. It is coming close to completion as Kiran sits patiently beside you. Slowly before the spell is completed, your friends begin to to uh, to come back as uh, uh, Scarlet come back with a tray of uh, a tray of boozy boozy beverages. Um, and then, as the spell is completed, you notice Timber coming in through the park. Um, and then. It's completed, and you can see now the sigil of the ancient language written on the plaque come to life before you as you are about to understand the literal meaning. Um, so what you can notice is there's a, a larger script at the top, and when you Read them, it's strange, because in your mind you still see the same sigils, but you understand their their, their meaning, their rhyme. The top says, spaced out in a way where you can understand this is a, probably a first and last name, and it's quite literally the literal meaning of the first and last name. The first name is Friend of the God. And the last name comes Little Wizard. Whoa. And then the script says, in, in your best estimates of through the spell, benefactor of the lands 
of Magestone. Creator of wonders. And patron of the people. May he live forever. And that's all. No oh, shit. Guys, I'm sorry. I thought it was going to be a really important clue, but it turns out it's just some stupid poem. What's it say? I dream the dreams of times gone by. <laughs> <laughs> oh, from, um, uh, uh, what was the name of that play? I'm sorry. I saw it several years ago. Um, the sad, was it the, it's the sad ones, right? That one? Yeah, yeah, the, the leaky morosirables. I believe yeah. it's pronounced Miserab. <laughs> no, no, it's... Hmm. What? what? No, yeah, that? that makes no sense. You're way off, Scarlet. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it was just, it was just called the sad ones, and it was, uh, it was what was it? Was it a Sivian? I think it's a Sivian play, right? I gotta look that Gwyn, up. I haven't it's seen a Gwyn it play. It's a Gwyn. It was, it was, you know what? I think it was a yeah, Gwyn play. I thought it was a Snivnebblin play. Which I one are you talking about? A lot, to be honest. I love you very much, my friend, but I doubt that. And also, here's a beer. <laughs> oh wow, they serve outdoors. Why am I uh, sitting out here the whole time? They. I. Well, it wasn't nice then. I, uh, I also passed the weakest beer to Stefan, or sorry, Kira, sorry. And then, uh, and then I also, I point, I gesture at, because I, well, I didn't expect Timber and Scarlet to come out here too, so I didn't order for them. But I, 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 uh, I gesture to the two skis and like kind of look around at everyone, but also I look reaching at, for one myself. I look at him and I'm like, yeah, are those both for you? No, no, <laughs> one, one, I got one for you initially, but now there's more of us, so I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, I pass my beer to Scarlet and I take the ski. Uh, <laughs> uh, Timber, Timber I, uh, takes yeah, the other ski. Oh, bastard. Ha! I pass Wizwick's beer back to him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you each have a respective drink at this point. Uh, as you sort of the sun is completely set by this point and there's just the nighttime outside you hear the, the sound of the nightlife as crickets chirp and you notice beautiful insects above and the full lively oak trees now that still every now and then you still hear the as they're just twisting and bending a little lifelike as you uh <clears throat> Notice stepping out from the uh, from the tavern is Valen, who is uh, wearing his plain clothes that you saw him in, or that Scarlet saw him in earlier. 
And you notice at this point, there are other folk now coming out of their homes, having noticed the rejuvenation of the of the park. And, and that is glowing. And that is glowing. Yeah. And you see families starting to come out of homes with their children who are jumping around and moving through the, the park, trying to catch the, these bugs. Every time they try to they, they bring a hand through it, the, the bug just goes right through. It sort of sparkles more as it comes out. Um, you notice uh, some of the great faces from the, the Abbey come out as well. And even in Sorsha, Sorka, um, Freda Sorka, as she's heading home, stops in for a moment. Oh, it's fucking beautiful. This place used to be shite. I okay, what the light of Ilivania can do to those who believe. Balin sits down with you, just sort of smiles to each of you and just you've done a good thing here to the will of Ilyuvan drink your beer come on I'm not like I'm not like as the camera pulls back as you enjoy this these beverages in the park at night and appreciate what you've done for this town both in saving some of its citizens but also in bringing some light joy in these dark times that is where we'll end this session. Oh boy, that one required a lot of choppy chop from the edit, uh, but I think it, it turns out fun. There's a fun bonus uh, episode I'll release that's just uh, what we had to do to fill time when Shannon came back before we could get her live. It's like a solid five minutes of uh, myself and Stefan and Clayton just like going on a rant about stuff. Um, <clears throat> I hope you enjoyed this one. It was a really fun episode and, and really fun to do. Uh, nice emotional kind of bitter not bitter but sweet and bittersweet maybe and uh, and hope you join us next time <laughs>